0: Welcome back to Round Guy Radio's It's Ford of Sigourney, Iowa Presents Playoff High School Baseball. And we got Andy Kretzinger of the Southeast Iowa Union, and boy, does he has some good news for you. Welcome to the show, Andy. Hey, thanks for having me. Well, you spent a couple of days up in Carroll, Iowa, and you got uh, two wins out of the deal. Uh, but let's just talk about the, the Mid-Prairie win right now.
1: Yeah. Yeah, it was obviously this is the big upset win. Uh, if you want to call it an upset, C- Cascade Mid Prairie played pretty tight in the regular season over at Cascade. But i mean being the the sixth seed, obviously you're not technically supposed to win, and uh, no Carson ground the uh, mound today because of an injury. So uh, Mid Prairie won three to two. It was a huge day for Colin Miller, uh, who stepped in and and threw uh, six innings, and he was he was in the game until the seventh. And, uh, uh, they were up three nothing until the sixth inning. Cascades up, uh, puts up a couple of runs, um, a couple of really nice uh, catches. Actually, there were nice catches by all three outfielders um, down the stretch. Um, but anyway, Kane Brown uh, came in for the last three outs relief. A uh, huge performance from him at one point. Um, Cascade had two on with nobody out. Of course, it's a 3-2 ball game. And um, Kane picked the kid off at first, which was a huge momentum change because it was really feeling like things were starting to – Kind of dipped towards Cascade's way, and, uh, and then he got the next two outs. And uh, uh, Will Cavanaugh had a nice catch out in center field, which in a big, a big place like that, uh, those last outs when you're only up one, those are pretty stressful. And uh, Tyler, how you uh, after the game he said that he hadn't played outfield in years, but because of the injuries and just kind of the different defensive alignments, he had to play right field today, and uh, he came on to make the last out. And it was, uh, and that it was, it's, it was an adventure out there. He had to run for it, but. Uh, it was a, a really great win for it. Prairie got a little revenge for earlier. And and uh, it's kind of funny. You know, they had a, a wealth of talent the last couple of years, and there are a lot of new kids in the lineup this year, and this is the year when they're off to the semifinals.
0: Well, Tyler Hellman had a great day today, didn't he? And that last catch he made was pretty excellent.
1: Yeah, he did. Yeah, and he had a good day at the plate. Yeah, He's when he started out with that triple, um, and he just ranked that triple. Was, that triple was to deep center. I would like to. To know how far that went, because deep center and Carroll is pretty deep. I think it's, it's like 390 or something crazy yeah, like that. Yeah, close to
0: 400 feet.
1: Yeah, and it was it was uh, deep, deep. I had a lot of high school places that's probably gone. Um, and then for him to come on that, I mean, that's you know, can you imagine if you haven't played the outfield all year, and it's the biggest moment of the uh, of the season, you know? And, and the fly balls, there was a kid on second when uh, fly ball ca- came out to him, and so. Um, you know, he drops that thing and it's tied up and Caskett's got a chance to win it. So uh, uh, that was, he, he, he said that he was, you know, I asked him, because um, he's one of the kids that got interviewed after the game, I asked him, you know, when you're standing out there with two outs, are you just hoping the ball doesn't come to you if you haven't played outfield much? He said, no, he was hoping that, you know, he wanted the ball in that situation. So um, that was really cool for him. And, and I watched a lot of baseball this weekend and in the outfield, is, it has been an adventure because of the pressure and just the field and stuff. And mid Curry's outfield has had a lot of big. Um, a lot of big catches um, today. I, all three of them, I think Brady Weber was out and left, and he had a nice catch there uh, for us uh, in the sixth, I think.
0: Well, we're talking to Andy Kretzinger, in the Southeast Iowa Union. He spent two days in Carroll, saw two wins, including today. He got to see a 3-2 spectacular win by Mid-Prairie over Cascade to advance uh, to the, the next round of the playoffs. So I believe that they're a next opponent is determined I think I watched
1: part of that game yep yeah uh, Estherville Lincoln Central was the two seed um, they they played uh, interstate 35 um, and I watched uh probably maybe half of that game I had to the hotel uh, checkout was 11 so I went and watched some of uh, Estherville play and um, what well, they went that with five to one but I, I 35 had some chances there late it, I think mean, it was three one after like five or something like that so um yeah so it's a, a two versus a six and um, you know, I think that some of the Esterville people are there cheering for Mid-Prairie just because Mid-Prairie is the lower seat. So we'll see if they can make the, the Esterville uh, kids regret that a little bit. Because, <laughs> you know, if, you, if you've if already won, it's, it's just natural you want the sixth seat to, to you know, upset the three seats. So um, that'll be – and that's at 4.30, I believe, on Thursday, if I'm not, if I'm not uh, lying. I think that New London plays the second semifinal tomorrow night, which is seven, 7 o'clock, the second 1A semifinal. And then Mid-Prairie turns around and plays the first semifinal on thursday i do believe
0: And they, you think they, i thought they both played at seven but uh
1: yeah I, I think i said that they both played at seven the other night but then they said i think today they said at 430 it would make it would make more sense for a mid Prairie to play at 430 because they would play in the first ideally they would play in the 1st semifinal because they played <laughs> in the but i don't know I, I, I have to check the brackets on varsity bound but i think it might actually be 430
0: and then seven well i hope it is because that's a lot better time for us uh... to you know, that they're trying to report the games as soon as they get over the season yeah. can report them. But, yeah, it was a two days of uh, action and celebration. And how many people from Southeast Iowa was up there?
1: Uh, that's a good – I had a good, uh, good portion of people out there. It was about half and half. Well, you know, um, Cascade is – of all the teams out of to travel, uh, so yesterday New London played Cam, and Cam is, what, 58 minutes away? Yeah. So it was packed with Cam fans. Uh, I mean, it's, it's – it's just a short drive up for them. Uh, but today, Cascade and Midbury for as long – those are two schools that are th- over three – probably both over three and a half away. And it was pretty split. Midbury might have the edge in fans today, but it was pretty loud there. There are a lot of people there. Uh, yeah. It was
0: you, packed house. You could hear it. You could definitely hear it. And, uh, yeah. So let's go over the game. Tomorrow at 7, right? Is the yeah, tomorrow at New 7, a New
1: London's game. And if you're if – you, you know, you care – to check out the first my final that the first the first semifinal tomorrow will be between um, it's not Newman Catholic it is the other it's the other cat schools up if it's number one. I'm trying to think back when it was in two A. Blanking on it. Who is that? Um who was the number one seed in class one A? They're playing against King Lou Pearson. Come on um, it's, gonna, it's gonna it's gonna it's gonna get into my brain here in a second. Newman Catholic's
0: the two. Is it Van
1: Assumption or something? Or? No no is the three A 3A school. Uh, what the heck is that number one seed? It's gonna come to me, I swear. But they're playing uh, number five uh, Kingsley Pearson in the first one, and then New London and uh, and New Catholic will play in the second one. So, gosh, if I could think of who that who that other Catholic school is, um, start with an M. Uh, whatever. Either way, uh, either way, it's the one versus the five, and the two versus the three. So, and then on Thursday they'll have both the two a games, and it'll be you know Good Prairie and Esterville will play that. Uh, first game, I believe, and then um, there's still a quarterfinals going on right now. Um, the um, I guess the number one seed us to play Van Meter, I believe, tonight is the number one seed, if I have that correct. So uh, the other two quarterfinals are, are later today, and then that will try kind to of decide Thursday's field.
0: Well, those Catholic schools are good. We got to see Don Bosco earlier, and they went a, a long ways in the playoffs, and a lot of these, uh, uh,
1: you
0: know, uh, old Babe Ruth, he started out in Catholic school.
1: Oh, I didn't know that. I didn't know that. Yeah, I mean all these Catholic schools or even private schools in general are usually usually pretty darn good. And I wish I could think of what the number one seat is in that. Um I've been saying their name all oh, Rims and Saint Mary. There we go, I got it.
0: Well everybody Rims and St. in the St. Mary Southeast the is too busy seat. popping champagne and and uh, dancing in the cornfields to be worrying about who the next opponent is, I think.
1: Yeah, yeah, even the next the next Rims and Saint Mary. I knew it was I knew it was going to come on the tip of my tongue there, but uh, yeah, and you never know. Um, so Kingsley Pearson, the five last year, last year the number one seed um, got upset in the semifinals in Class One A. So it's 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 a it's a crapshoot from here on out. You know anybody can win. Um, you know they could be, either team could could be in the championship or either team could lose. It's 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 a lot of coin flips once you get to this point in the season. So. Um, we'll see what happens.
0: Well, I believe in the words of Bob Dylan, we're knock, knock, knocking on heaven's door, aren't we? Yeah.
1: Yeah, well, it's, it's funny, you know, if, if both of them win on Wednesday and Thursday, we could possibly see New London and Mid-Prairie playing. They'd play back-to-back. New London would play the first, Mid-Prairie would play the second uh, in the two biggest games in Carroll this weekend. So that would be pretty fun. I mean, it, to, to imagine that two of our, you know, Southeast Iowa teams, two of our Southeast Iowa Union area teams, potentially be playing on championship uh I guess championship Friday would be pretty special. So um, either way not, I mean to semifinals I was trying to rack my brain um to see when the last time um, one of the Southeast Iowa Union teams made the semifinals, you know, Van Buren had a, a good run there. Cardinal had a team go up and I, I was just trying to think, you know, we, we were we didn't become the Southeast Iowa Union. And I know me covering just the Mount Pleasant news for those those years behe- ahead, I don't think I've ever had a team go to the semifinals and now we've got Two going, uh, two going in the same year and at the same place, and we'll see if they can make it one more, one more step further.
0: Well, Prairie made it a
1: two for Tuesday, didn't they? Yeah, yeah, two for Tuesday. I mean, um, and it was a revenge, uh, uh, little little vengeance for the Golden Hawks, and you know, I'd say that was probably the best. You know, the Newman Catholic Lisbon game last night was pretty good too. I think that was also a three three to two game, but just as far uh, just as as far as kind of the intensity down the stretch. That uh that mid-Prairie Cascade game was the best game, at least in Carroll so far. I haven't been paying too much attention to the Iowa City stuff, but but that's been definitely one of the best games of, of the week here with between state baseball and state softball before Dodge.
0: well let, before I let you go, you know, uh give out some of the stats and some of the players that know, let's let's not, not mention somebody that played a good game here. Yeah, hold on, let me uh
1: let me on speaker so I can I can bring my uh Bring my thing up. Um, Alex Bean had a couple of big hits and a couple of big plays. Did you? Can you hear me? Uh,
0: well, what you say?
1: Uh, sorry. Can you hear me very well?
0: Yeah, uh, I can.
1: All right, I was just making sure. I put you on the speakerphone just to make sure. Um, um, I've got my little uh thing here. Um, Alex Bean had a couple of big hits for him. Um, I said Tyler Helmies had a big game. Um, Brock Harlan had a big game hitting the ball. Um, I gotta get. Let's see here. Um, Will Cavanaugh had a nice but single um let's see how we had a triple uh dylan henner got on a couple of times i don't have the the full stats on here but i've got the play-by-play so oh and colin miller he helped himself out i think we might have mentioned that but um he, he had an rbi single um so the two the first two runs came off the bats of um of harland and miller i believe sorry i'm i'm also navigating the roads here but um Oh, and they had a nice squeeze play. Were you? I'm not sure if you watched that little safety squeeze. Yeah, yeah. Um,
0: but, uh, I was just about to talk about some of the small ball. Ugh. Yeah,
1: yeah. And almost, you know what? I it's it's that was that was so late in the uh, that was so late in the game there that I or that was so early and it was such an exciting finish. I forgot about that little safety squeeze. Um, Helmuth tripled to center to to start that off, and and the the way he scored was I think they were runners at the corner and. And Brock Arlen step, stepped up and laid that butt down. And those aren't very easy to pull off. And the pitcher played it pretty well because he was looking down at Helmuth when he picked the ball up. And then, he, you know, he turned and it He just lobbed out. it over to
0: first base Helmuth and Helmuth, Helmuth took off. And then the what first baseman threw it in there, but he didn't get him. You know, that was the that was exciting. And that was the well, difference well, of the game, was- too.
1: Sorry, I was getting back to my non-speaker uh, here. Yeah, that was exciting, and that is, you know, at the state at the state tournament, um, you you just never know if it's going to be a one a two to one ball game. That could have been the only run scored in the whole game. And in fact, you know, with, with as well as, as Colin Miller pitched, it was that was a huge spot in the game. I can't believe I would almost it was so long ago that I almost had forgotten about that. Um, that they were able to manufacture those runs, and I mean that was the difference in the game. Obviously, it was three to two.
0: It was the uh, and and I just you know whether it's this game or anywhere through the playoffs I, I have seen the small ball be used so well, so many good bunts. You know teams yeah. that can execute those bunts, they're in this playoff. New London uh, had a couple really nice bunts in both this game and against Moravia when I have seen them. You know, it's yeah, the teams that can do everything that's what that's what's left.
1: Yeah, that's exactly right. And you have the small ball when you get to the state. Being fast, the small ball is really important. It's not just you know getting doubles and, and triples and stuff. You got to be able to uh, you got to be able to, to manufacture runs. And you know you there are there are a lot of three two ball games that that happen at the state baseball tournament. There's there's not a ton of games where you're just you know it's it's you're flirting with double digits and teams are going back at each other with runs and stuff. It's usually the runs are kind of at a premium. Premium when you have that kind of pitching. So. Um, I mean, both of those teams have been good at that stuff. And and both those teams are good defensively um, against those kinds of situations. And those are some of the X factors that that make you a state tournament team.
0: Yeah. uh, I did notice that mid Prairie just kept getting guys on base the whole game. And it just seemed like one base hit here or there would really break that game open, but they left the bases loaded. They left guys at second Um, and third. They left a lot of guys on base. And I think, you know, and I was really thinking about that when, uh, Cascade got the first two guys on of the – nobody out in the bottom of of the seventh. uh, Yeah,
1: when you leave runners on and they left the bases loaded once or twice there. In fact, they had the bases loaded one out. Didn't Well, they had scored, I think, earlier in the inning. But uh, when you do that and then the other team scores a couple and gets to the doorstep of beating you, it feels like the weight is way more on your shoulders because that's kind of – you it's hard to get that out of your mind that you could have busted it open and you didn't. Um, but, uh, but I mean, credit to the, the cascade pitching staff is, is pretty good. That reliever that they threw in there, um, was able to, was able to stop mid Prairie from really hammering on kind of like, you know, it was the opposite of what happened yesterday. You let him have that one opportunity where they could break it open with that double yesterday. And so, uh, but, uh, yeah, yeah, that's true. And hopefully, hopefully, you know, those, those big hits will come a little earlier for mid Prairie next game, but I think we'll see, I mean, from now on, I think we're only going to see good games. I don't think there's
0: going to be any blowouts anymore. Well, I've enjoyed every game I've watched this year. But this was a little bit of an acid reflex kind of deal. But uh, anyway, uh, there's a game tomorrow at 7. You can watch it on the Iowa High School Athletic Association website. Or you can listen to it on KILJ. uh, And then the next day, the same thing. Only I think you can get it on KCII. Or you yep. can hear about it in the Southeast Iowa Union, I believe, or on their website or on their Twitter. So you'll you'll have some good coverage, won't you?
1: Yeah, for, for sure. I mean, that's that's the good thing about you know you'll be able, to, be able to have our Twitter up and have the game up, and it'll be you know our Twitter is kind of a watch along in a way if you're watching it. Um, and uh, yeah, I got the paper the next day. You know, it's everyone's playing it big when it gets to this part of the. Part of the, you know, here. And so every day this week, we'll have state tournament stuff. And hopefully, well, we'll definitely have stuff on Monday, too, because um, the temporary semifinal would end up going into Monday. So we've got days and days of state baseball coverage still still left, no matter what happens.
0: Well, the Southeast Island Union has never shelled out for a hotel room before.
1: And they got, <laughs> no, and they got well, two
0: wins out of it. <laughs>
1: yeah. Yeah. Well, we'll uh, we usually use our hotel budget on state track and Drake because we have so many kids out there. But we don't. I mean, you know, I, I've taken some long trips. I went for dodge to watch a team play and drove back. And it takes. This is what it takes to to get me in a hotel room. Is uh, if if two of our teams can make it. So I was thankful. I had a, a Burke Inn, in in suites, and Carol was was a really nice place to you know get into my room and and grind away on the stories and stuff like that. So. That was nice. Thank you you letting me pray for that Because otherwise I would have an eight-hour round trip either today or tomorrow, and it feels a lot better to be rested.
0: Well, the State Athletic Association had to find the least convenient place to possibly put a tournament. For <laughs> yeah, yeah, for us the anyway. State. So they, they got that accomplished. But those look like great parks and great facilities, and uh, they sure are doing a great job with, uh, with the program, aren't they?
1: Yeah, and uh, and Carol in general just does such a good job. Uh, I think I, I I was telling somebody that. Uh, well, I might have been telling you earlier that um that I think that Fort Dodge for state softball and Carroll for state baseball might be the two towns that do it best. And of course, they're the ones that are forever away, <laughs> you know. Um, but you know what? Once fall rolls around, if we have anybody going to state uh, volleyball, we'll be we'll be driving uh, only you know forty five minutes away to Iowa City. So whatever.
0: Well, I guess you win some, you lose some, you know. And I don't know yeah. whether it was uh, the Southeast of Iowa was shelling out for a hotel room or all the great radio from KILJ and KCII, but I'm pretty sure it's mostly round guy radio.
1: Yeah, yeah. Well, hey, maybe we'll have a, maybe we should buy the, the luxury suite and all the, radio, all the radio and podcast guys and newspaper guys can all uh, get a place together one day.
0: Well, that would be fun. Well, thanks for being with us, Andy.
1: Yeah, no problem. Thanks for having me.
0: So anyway, Mid Prairie beats Cascade three to two. Nice big win from New London yesterday. We got baseball tomorrow and the next day. And uh, I want to thank Helmut Ford, uh, and I want to you know congratulate them and ha- for having a son like Tyler <laughs> to help. Uh, help. He he really was a difference in today's game. You know, outside the pitching, you it's hard to not not note the pitching, but. Uh, that was a pretty outstanding uh, performance from all the guys. It was a team effort, uh, excellent defense all the way around, and we're we're still in it, baby. So yeah, that's... Uh, we'll be dancing in the cornfield again tonight. So thanks for being with us, Andy.
1: Thank you so much. All right, bye.